Oh, we're recording. Hello. 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 Or should we say, all right, mates, how, how are you doing, pal? I think that's how people from Dudley speak, isn't it? I was going to attempt to do an accent, but I think you've got it spot on. <laughs> Me shit your brick. <laughs> do, do you know any crazy, crazy West Midlands? Crazy uh, uh, ghetto thoughts. language. Yeah. I know some crazy Midlands Go ghetto on, language. Oh, just uppercut scraping a gravy up with me bum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> well, shall I try and decipher it? <laughs> Please do. Cut means canal. Cut does mean canal, does it? Tip and cut. I'd, I'd say gravy meant tipped over. Ah, I think it just means gravy is in something you put on your potatoes. Oh, not... What I just said was gibberish, I just made it up. In, Lon- in London, it would mean, it's all gravy. It's all gravy, really? Isn't it's all good. Ah. It means the canal's good. The cut is bloody marvellous, like. <laughs> <laughs> I was just up the cuts, scraping for gravy with me bum. <laughs> Is that? I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. It just sounds like something the sort of troll from Dudley might come out with. I can picture a little Dudleyite <laughs> scraping his arse along the side of the canal, <laughs> searching for nuggets. Searching for nuggets. <laughs> Before he goes into hibernation. As they do. As I understand they do. <laughs> Hello Mira. and welcome to Ringham and Godzilla's fourth Alphabites podcast. Can you guess what it's for? Can you guess what it's for? Can you guess? Is it too difficult for you to guess? I think, it, I think it would be easier for them to guess if we did it in some kind of order. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. It's live. It's a crazy another live podcast straight onto the bloody flipping internet. Right. Don't say fuck. <laughs> or cunt. Anyway. <laughs> it's can you guess? Can you can you possibly fathom with your tiny minds what this this particular instalment is about? Of course you can't, you internationals. It's about Dudley, our home and birthplace almost. Uh, It's called L is for local. and Local things. Local things. So we're going to talk about everything that's local to Dudley. People. Local people, local places. It's basically what Dan's trying to say if he was from Manchester. I think, what do you think sums up Dudley? The scum that live there. <laughs> Sorry, no, let's try that again. The delightful people of Dudley who eat faggots all day, every day, out of the jar. Omini, omini, omini. Sorry, no. Okay, before we started recording this, we said let's be very respectful for the tro- Sorry, the people who live in Dudley because who knows, maybe one day we'll get to record a live podcast here in Dudley and we don't want to go you know, enraging people so they'll come <laughs> deliberately to throw stuff at us. Uh, but, you know, I hate them! Oh, sorry, that just slipped out. Do you think we should equal the scales by offending perhaps <laughs> another town nearby? But they're not local. We can't oh. talk about them. <laughs> but, you know, as they say on uh, The League of Gentlemen, everyone's local to somewhere. So maybe we could uh, pick that's on true. some oh. foreigners as well, as uh, people from Dudley like to do, I, I understand. That, that's a, a far nicer sentence than you believe it is. Everyone's local to somewhere. Yeah. It is nice, isn't it? It it's is. Nice. It, uh, it allows for parochialism on an international scale, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, um, are you going to tell us, Rob, what is the local mm. paper? Do the local know? paper. 
I have it here. Listen with your ears, as you're so good at doing, podcast people. It's called the Express and Swastika. Sorry, Express and Star. And it's a very racist, sorry, uh, centre-balanced uh, uh, local newspaper. In fact, it is probably the best local newspaper there's ever been. It yeah. does have a slight right-wing skew in a sort of half-baked Jeremy Clarkson sort of way. And it is fairly contemptible, to be honest, for thinking types, as they might call them. Thinking to- what are you doing? Thinking with your bloody head or something. I think that's what they'd probably say. Um, I like the fact that it's got the weather report on the front page. Because that's... People down in Dudley are obsessed. Obsessed with the weather. And yet, ironically, in Dudley, the weather's always the same, isn't it? It's G- grey and bloody... Drinking miserable in it. I like it's clever because the exp- it's it's the late edition of the Express and Star. The late, and it only tells you the weather for the evening. Oh. It's only up to four hours ahead. Responding to your local needs. That's good. I I'm not very happy with the editor of the Express and Star. Is he because he's a racist cunt? Oh. What's his name? Let's. <laughs> oh. Well, I emailed him because we might have to advertise for free in there one day like Roy Chubby Brown has done in this particular issue <laughs> did you know yep this is true Dan doesn't know this boy, because boy George is on the front well we don't need to talk about him uh, here we go look X-rated Chubby is a clean living dad <laughs> there's a little picture of him here in his aviators goggles he is known for his foul language and comedy that others wouldn't dare broach no He's not known for being some outspoken comedian touching dodgy territories that nobody's brave enough to go in. He's a racist, is what he is. That's what they failed to cover. Did you see there was a documentary about Chubby Brown? Uh, sort of, you know, the real Chubby Brown. Yeah, I saw that. And I was enjoying it. I thought, well, give him a chance. Maybe it's just an on-stage persona. And then they caught him off guards. And he was saying... You know, they come over here in their fucking... You know, it was really, really, really horrible. It was very uncomfortable to get through. I bought the DVD of it. It's on DVD? Yeah, on the extra features, there's a, a bit where they caught him off guard and he was um, oh, pummeling a kitten <laughs> in a back alley. Well, good for him, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> it's... Uh, yeah, we've had enough of those. The kitten was black and homeless. Oh. And a, and a Jew. <laughs> it was a Jewish cat. That's why Chubby Brown had a... Go after cats. <laughs> Dan, did you just make that up? Poor <laughs> Why were we talking about the local paper? Yeah, the expression. Um, yeah, I wrote to the editor. Did you? Yeah, I oh. told him about the burglary. Oh. I wasn't happy, I thought I wanted no. Oh, no, Dan, you know what you've done? What? You've turned into a newspaper writing person. Oh, have I? Yeah. He, he wasn't published, though. Oh, well, there's a narrow escape. Well, not only did it not get published, it also didn't get a response. Well, he can't write back to all of the lunatics. I mean, sorry, uh, interesting local characters who are writing. How many people can there be? Dear explicit store, I was outraged this day to find out that some burglars done come in and they took all sorts of my stuff and they dave and leave a shit on the bed or nothing. (laughs) Is that what you said? No, I told him. Well, this is something's just appeared on the screen. It's not stop recording, has it? No. Good, because no. this is comedy. This is comedy gold. Ah, uh, I shall I try an accent. Go on then. 
Can you give me a sentence? What's a, a typical Dudley sentence? Oh, he's brown trousers time where I'm coming from. He's, he's brown trousers time where I'm coming from. <laughs> You're yeah, even I'm more good. posh than I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's fabulous. Are you Jewish, really? Is that his brown trousers at a time? I, I don't know. I just It doesn't mean anything. I just mixed it up because it sounds like something that my dad I'm might say. I'm trying to decide for what you say. His brown trousers are tied where you're coming from. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Brown trousers tied. Who's your favourite uh, Dudley uh, celebrity or notable person? We've discussed this Only before. Only one. Only say one, mind you. Lenny Henry. Lenny Henry. I can do an impression of Lenny Henry. Okay. Oh no, are you Lenny Henry? <laughs> I'm from Dudley. Red nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lenny. What has happened? Lenny, you used to be very important in the sort of 70s mm. and 80s. What happened, Len? If I could call you Len, if that's not too familiar. Have Lenny Henry or Jasper Carrot ever been caught in the same room at the same time? Two the same person. He could be uh, padded up and blacked out, Jasper Carrot. The thing is, right, Lenny Henry was once good. Jasper Carrot has always just been a cunt. <laughs> that's the problem. Aww. I really hate Jasper Carrot. I can't stand... I hate how he's got all this respect and people like him. You know, nationally, not just in Dudley. <laughs> I'd like the surname of a vegetable. Ooh, what vegetable would you pick for a... What you, uh, Daniel Cauliflower. Daniel no, Carrot. I want an exotic one. <laughs> Ooh, an exotic veg... Daniel Marrow. Is that exotic? Daniel Marrow is quite good. Daniel Marrow? You could be a frontman of a band with a name like Daniel Marrow. D Marrow. D Marrow. D Marrow, D Marrow, D Marrow, D Marrow. What would you pick? What would you pick? What would you pick? For vegetables? Yeah. Parsnip. Robert Parsnip. <laughs> you sound like you should be on Channel 4 News. And this is the news with Robert Parsnip. Here is the headlines. Today in Birmingham, not very much happened. It was a right load of shit. <laughs> that was funny when I said shit on it. Shall we say it got, again? Have you got a favourite uh, newsreader? That's not on topic. Oh, local newsreader. Here's an anecdote. Okay. Local newsreader Bob Wallman. Right. I don't know what I call him. Bob Walnut. <laughs> he won't like that. It's a bit controversial. Take that, Warman. Right. Uh, yeah, I saw... I met Bob Warman once. And he was... Uh, this was back when I worked in a, a bookshop. W.H. Smith. Right. And Bob Warman came in to buy some writing paper. And I said to him, oh, Are you Bob Warman from off that t- talking fish tank in my, my house? And he went, <laughs> Why, yes, I am. <laughs> I went, wow. Oh, Bob. He was fantastic. <laughs> For those who don't know, you know, the people who, you know, don't live in Dudley, basically, Bob Allman's a very charismatic local newsreader. He's very cool. He's kind of a... I don't know. Who's, who's, who's he's he like the James Bond. He's the, the James Midlands. Bond of the news, isn't he? The James Bond of the news. He's brilliant. Can you imagine, like, the news starting, like, a, a Bond film? And then Bob Allman appears. Would he, would, would, he point, would he point through the barrel of the gun with the newspaper? He'd shoot the headlines off. Or would he just shuffle his papers down the barrel? <laughs> You'd just shoot them to smithereens. Is that what? Is that what? Come on, pick an art. Have you got a story you could tell us? Uh, yes. Yeah, Shall we do a story a for the short, newspaper? A short story. Just because you know. Can it, I give it? Can I, can I give you like a mood to read it in? A mood. Oh, yeah. that's a really good idea. Okay. So we need to hey, look at that. Look at that. Look yeah. at that. In tonight's tonight's programmes, there's a picture of Al Murray, the pub landlord, as being okay. a sort of pick that someone from Dudley might enjoy. Right. Okay. And I understand why that is. It's because they don't understand the irony. 
of Al Murray the pub landlord because he's very intelligent and he's sort of doing a satire of a kind of conservative right thinking uh, pub landlord but the, the people at home are just going yeah, yes I hate the Muslims too <laughs> not really understanding the concept they think he's just like Chubby Brown well has that article got a, a synopsis yes it has Daniel okay can you read it in the style of the bible the bible yeah in the beginning, there was comedian and pub landlord Al Murray, and it was all right. <laughs> that wasn't like the Bible. So that was like a beer commercial. It was like, um, what, what was his name? I was just speaking uh, like Bob off, bo- off Bottom. I used to read um, kids' stories. <laughs> off Bottom? Yeah. Rick oh, Rick Mayo, Rick Mayo, yeah. Yeah, Did he used like to. Rick yeah. Now. He used to do um, I could only press Kids' Rick Corner Mayo. or some kind he used of. To, he used to present Jack and Ori. Yeah. That's what he used to do. He was very Jack good, very good Jack and Ori. There we go. Uh, there's a picture of David Dickinson there because that's the sort of orange-faced freak that they uh, like to read about here. Oh, she's an orange. She's well, she's in black and white, but I imagine she's an orange-faced freak. <laughs> she's a, the that's la- a, a, the de- la- a dead lady you're talking about. Oh, there. she you, died. You've gone straight past her. <laughs> the, the, Sh- the Shannon one. Oh, Shannon. Yeah. Ah, yes, is the always. See, doing a paper review is dangerous territory, isn't it? Because it's a bit like. Let's not say, no, their, names. say their names. The other podcasters then. who people have said were a bit like... Don't, don't say that. They're not. You said cunt. You've never said cunt in I your know, life before. I thought if, there was, if I had to say it. I can't believe you just said that naughty word. That means tuppence. <laughs> tuppence. Anyway. What, what was your um, lady's tuppence called again? We're not talking about my lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking about... The local area. And uh, I'll tell you a few things I saw. Have you got a classified in there? Well, why don't you have a look okay. while I'm telling my well, witty anecdotes? <laughs> go on, tell me. Go on, Rob, entertain us with your wit. Ha ha, while we laugh. Ha ha. Right. As, when I first came into, into Wolverhampton today on the train, I saw this man and he was sort of mentally ill right. and he got a sort of big Charles Manson beard and eye patch. And he was wearing a shell suit jacket, right, and, and combat trousers and shoes, which was like one of his shoes was sort of cut in half, so his toes were all hanging out, and there were filthy black toes, like sort of all dirty and grotty, like he'd been, you know, he'd got trench foot or something. And I went up to him and I said, you know, with all earnesty and honesty, I went, you are the coolest man I've ever seen in Wolverhampton. Ha ha ha! Take that, Wolverhampton. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there we go again. It just slipped out, that little insult there. I don't know where... Oh. I mean, it just slipped out, didn't it? That's what was his reaction? Th- 30 seconds of banter. Well, it, it was a very nonplussed reaction because it didn't happen. Oh. <laughs> Made it up there just to insult the Woolies. Okay. <laughs> I think um, their colours for the football team are a little bit garish. <laughs> I, I do say that the colours for the, the strip of the football team was quite, quite garish. Do you not think? Do you, I don't know where he produced a pipe from to say that, but he did. He put a pipe in his mouth <laughs> and he just sort of turned into an absolute posho. It was amazing. Yeah, I'm not happy. What, Wolves? Wolverhampton Wanderers? Yeah, it's, it's, it's black. Yeah, but they got me through school, Dan, because being a sort of slightly effeminate little nerd at school, mm. uh, you know, I got picked on quite a lot. Yeah. And uh, if I was caught, you know, doing something unusual, like uh, dressing up as a robot, right. or uh, saying something a little bit gay, or I like butterflies, right? Something nice. 
they go, yeah, fucking what? You fucking what? What are you talking? You ain't coming all over all queer on us, are you, mate? And I'd go, uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers. And I'd go, oh, that's bitter. He's one of us, actually. So that little keyword was just the way of getting me out of was a lot that, of scrapes. Was that the start of a theme tune for the what? Are they called theme tunes? Uh, I imagine it's called a chant. A chant. But I don't know for sure. No, it's not really part of a song. All they do is walk around scraping their knuckles along and they go, <laughs> <laughs> right, you say pardon, and they go. They try to like form some words, right? They go, woo, 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 woo. that's it. Go on, try. Go on, you can make some words out. Wolverhampton wonders. That's all they do. Halted by um by a, a, a common. A common. <laughs> oh, that's a, it's not about snobbery. It's about uh just hating people from Dudley. Well, I was I was cycling back from work near my house. And um, I cycled past these two ladies. They were they were probably in their, I'd say mid thirties to early forties, and um, they were dressed in <coughs> they were they were dressed in Adidas jumpers. Oh, I think they were Adidas or, or, or a brand. Right. And as I was cycling my bike, the one of them shouted. They went, <coughs> "Your back wheels go in front of far like faster than your front one." Oh, that's witty. Isn't like it? A, a, witty. Uh, but because I was, I had a woolly hat on because I was cold, and I had earphones in because I was listening, and um, so I didn't really hear. So I stopped my bicycle and I went back and I said, oh, "Are you okay?" Pun pun. And she said the same thing again. And your s- back wheels going to be faster than your front one, mate. So, so sillyly. Sillyly or stupidly. I like that. That's a beautiful word. I am. Um, sillyly. I, I looked back at my back wheel. Um, oh no. And said, "And said, pardon. What are you talking about, you stupid woman?" And, and and she told me the same thing, and that's when I cottoned on for the third bit, time. It was a nasty joke, and oh. uh, I I just cycled off. She got you, Dan. <laughs> I but I didn't really. You've been zinged. To be honest, the, the first two times I didn't really un, understand. Ah. I mean, if she just said, "Excuse me, sir, could you stop a second? Your 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 rear wheel is going slightly faster than your front wheel. I, I'd check your bike out." Say, oh, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Jesus, I'm oh, really glad you're oh, oh, I'll, I'll stop cycling it, I'll walk it, I'll get it back to my shed and I'll get my screwdrivers out and check it. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> no, she said it in a horrible way and oh. I got confused. But I think that's very indicative of the local sense of humour, actually. Like, really, I mean, I think that's about as high as he gets. Yeah. Sorry, Dudley, sorry. I'm not sure where, sorry. where it would have gone from there. You see, that's, the, that's why they think Jasper Carrot is the height of humour. <laughs> to them, he's a comedy genius. Yeah. I hate Jasper Carrot because I remember... I mean, he's done a lot of really awful stuff recently, right? He did this horrible sitcom with Mira Sayal, which is so brain-rapingly despicable. It really was bad. There's a lady in this paper. In the... Um, what was the name of your school, Dan? Oldbury. Oldbury School? Oldbury Wells. Is that the full name? Oldbury Wells. Were you... Of course, because being the local area... Uh, you uh, must have gone to a troll school, so it was called. What was it called again? No. Wait, wait what was it called? Oldbury Wells. Exactly, down a well, which is the traditional home of a troll. Again. In Bridge North, named I after the bridge. I don't kid the bridge that not, a troll would live under. I'm not from around here. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've spotted. Um... A dick. Spotted dick. Have you found Kiki? Is that what you've done? No, I'm what looking for. What happened to Kiki? Do you remember this? 
Cake. There used to be. My granddad used to get the Express and Swastika as a kid. Uh, well, no, well, not when he was a kid. When I was a kid, <laughs> I don't think. It, you know, I don't think it was ever on parchment. Uh, and uh, there used to be a, a competition in it called Find Kiki. Every single day, somewhere in the newspaper, there was hidden a tiny, tiny giraffe. Now, think of the smallest giraffe you can think of. Think how tiny it could be. Smaller! Smaller than that. Right, it was the tiniest giraffe, and you've got to find it somewhere. I assume it was named after a, a, a giraffe at Dudley Zoo. I don't know for sure. Right. But I imagine that's where it came from. And you had to find this character in the newspaper somewhere. It could be, like, hidden in the classified ads, or it could be, you know, right there on the front page. Right. But you always had to find it. And if you found it, you've got to cut it out, send it in, and if you were selected from the drawer of people who found it, you'd win a small amount of money. Right. Yeah. Wow. But they've given it up. I looked all the way through that newspaper for the, maybe, the fine maybe, Kiki maybe things. Maybe they got too good at hiding it. <laughs> now no, he's just obscured no, in black ink no like he's really well hid. It's only if you get the PDF they, they, of the uh, newspaper <laughs> off the internet. Maybe it's behind the counter in the newsagents. <laughs> or you use special kind of dyes. You might be able to Invisible ink. Oh, Kiki. Where are your Kiki? Oh. See, when you said Kiki, and I was looking at the classifieds for the um, the uh, dating Oh, Dudley dating. I thought Kiki may have been someone who'd been in here for every week. For Wanted. Paedophile seeks childlike adults. Well, no, I spotted a, ni- a nice lady here. Huh? Um, a nice lady. Is that what he says? Nice lady? No. Probably isn't a nice lady when you get there. What? Read it. Uh, Dead air is evil air. I've only lost me a second here. Okay. So uh, here we are. Fun-loving, slim widow, early 60s, many interests. She found her now? Seeks nice guy, 57 to 68. Oh. With G-S-O-H for friendship and more. Because that's a humour. That's what that stands uh, right. for. 57 to 68 is quite precise, isn't it? It's very precise. 60 to 70 would be... Better. So if you were 69, she doesn't want that. Why? That's strange, isn't it? I don't know. It's just her personal fetish. There's one here with the title as Slim. Oh, anorexic. 50s, feisty female, 5 foot 4 inches. How tall is that? Is that as tall as you? No, I'm 6 foot 2. <laughs> <laughs> is that about as tall as me? Probably. Smart. That's good. Good, yeah. We like smart. Yeah, are you happy with that Smarts so far? are good, yeah. Okay. Modern dresser. Is, it, is, <laughs> is that, she a piece of furniture? <laughs> <laughs> is that nice in a um, 50-year-old? What, a modern dresser? Yeah. I don't know, well... Depends what kind of modern girl. I hope she's not wearing, you know, something a 13-year-old would wear, if that's the, what she's getting at. She likes walks. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you mean us take it, taking her for a walk in a wheelchair? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure with that one. She likes nights out, forward slash in. Sexual intercourse? At her age? Um, she sleep, seeks similar. Ah, she's, oh, she's a lesbian then. <laughs> N forward slash S, what's that mean? Forward slash S? N forward slash S. Oh, maybe that means no sex. No, similar. No sex gent with young outlook and... I don't know. Maybe, maybe it means no sex, so she's had her vagina filled with concrete just to guarantee that nobody's going to penetrate her ever again. Did you ever used to walk around gave, graveyards and look for the oldest grave? 
<laughs> Good luck for the oldest gravy. Oh. <laughs> the oldest grave? Mm. No. I mean, I do, yeah, I like looking around graveyards, that's fun. Uh, I like uh, corpse exhumation, it's one of my uh, great passions. Well, you know, I'm just an enthusiastic amateur, really. I'm not up there with the pros of digging up bodies. Oh, I know what I wanted to talk to you about. Shoot. I've got to go to the dentist soon. Oh, the dentist! Yeah. How long has it been since your last visit? Four weeks. Where does your dentist practice? In the dental surgery, yeah. Locally, he's Spanish. He's a Spanish man? He's he's local, but he's Spanish at the same Mm. time. Um, I went four weeks ago. Um, I had a check-up, and he said, uh, you need a filling. Do the voice. <laughs> you need a filling. Oh, is he always do the same voice for everything? You need to go, sir. You need a filling. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, and I said, uh, oh, he said, oh, right. dear. He said, would you like it now? Oh. <laughs> uh, and you said, I went, no. No. Can I have it another time? <laughs> and he said, yes, yes, book an appointment. We'll get in a couple of weeks. Okay. And I said, come on, I'll wait a bit longer. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, it's been a month, and I've got to go. Well, six weeks, he said. So Procrastinated, but, but it's I, getting I, worse. I've never had a filling before. It's not a big problem. Have you had one? Yeah, it's okay. Especially these days, they do all the uh, they kill all the bacteria using a sort of light, like they just shine a light on your tooth. Don't they have to? Um, they do it inject anyway. you in the jaw. For a filling, they might have to. <gasps> I don't. You know uh, what? It, it, it's not as bad, Dan. It's not as bad as it sounds. I don't want an injection. Don't be anymore. such a whinging baby. Have you ever had an injection? What in a your jaw? wussy! I've had injections all through my jaw, in the roof of my mouth, in my eye, which frankly I felt was unnecessary. <gasps> really? No. My eye. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah oh I had I had to have eight in my mouth once when I was what's, uh, what's your dentist's name? Fifteen. Um, Fernando. Fernando. I don't know. Cool. Name. That's the only Spanish name I could think of. Do you know what my dentist's called? And I swear to God, this is the truth. Uh, can I guess? Okay, what's a dentist sounding like? You got one guess. Okay. Because, you know, we don't want the listeners to grow old while you're doing this. (laughs) One guess. Toothy McFerson. Not a first name, it's Mr. Something. (laughs) Mr. Tooth. No, his name is... Dr. Giggles. No, it's not dental related. Right. In fact, it's it's one of the things you wouldn't want to go in your mouth. Um, Dr. Doody. That's his name. Really? Don't wear it out. <laughs> Doctor Doody. Doctor Doody. And uh, the thing about Doctor Doody uh, that made me stop going to him is uh, he's really into light opera. So there's all pictures of himself on the walls of the surgery in the Mikado, <gasps> and it's really off-putting. Like you're there with your mouth open, having a filling, and he's going, you know, two little maids at school, oh we do, and you know, there's all these pictures of him in the Mikado and then these Gilbert and Sullivan things. And, you know, it's his private life. I don't want to be entered into that world. Keep it to yourself, Pops. It's a bit like, you know, that episode of Friends where there's a midwife who really likes Happy Days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit off-putting. It's exactly like that. That's my favourite episode, not because of him, because the other guy, the Indian guy, who, who says, um, kidney stones. Kidney stones. Oh, yeah, I like that guy. I like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do die a little bit every time I admit to liking something on Friends, though. <laughs> Did you see, there's a little headline in there, going back to things more local, and it says, Gorilla Bobby dies at 40. Now, where do you interpret that? Gorilla Bobby dies at 40. Don't whisper, they can't hear it. <laughs> uh, 
terrorist in the jungle gets killed by assassins. Now that's interesting because obviously because I was saying gorilla, you thought it could mean gorilla, right? Mm. Because it wasn't written down. But it is spelt G-O, you know, like a gorilla. Uh, when I saw the headline, Gorilla Bobby Dies of 40, I thought, Gorilla Bobby? I thought they meant a gorilla they'd been employing as a policeman. Because <laughs> in this area, they always say Bobby. The problem is with the kids these days, there ain't no Bobbies on the beat. That's what they say all the time. So I thought, what? I know, like, you know, a lot of people look like gorillas in Dudley. But, I mean, that was just, like, actually employing a gorilla. And he died at 40. You know, he didn't even manage to get to his retirement plan. Which what do only... you call police people? Uh, what in Glasgow? Generally, uh, me. You, you're, you're, you're I call them the filth. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Oh, there's a good book called The Filth. It's uh, Irving Welsh. Yes, it's called Filth. It's also filth. filth. Yes, he's got a Glasgow. pig on the front. Yep, uh, with a police hat on. Yeah, about a policeman with worms, I think. <laughs> I've only uh, I lost the book, <laughs> so I've only read a quarter of it. They need closure on the anecdote. The gorilla Bobby. He's not a policeman who's a gorilla. It's a gorilla in Dudley Zoo called Bobby who died. Oh, sad, he, isn't it? But he did train as a policeman for he several did. years. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't why they were calling him Gorilla Bobby. He just that was just an aside story. He happened to have gone through police school, <laughs> and he was uh, working for uh, gorilla, D- Dudley a, PD. D- DPD Blue. They noticed he was rather good at detecting. <laughs> Yeah, but there's only one guy in the office who uh, says, you know, whatever broaches the subject, Graham from accounts comes up and he goes, has anybody ever known that uh, Officer Bobby is a bit like uh, a gorilla? (laughs) And they go, how dare you? We're an equal opportunities employee. Get out! And they uh, ban him. And then at the end, his uh, policeman's hat falls off and everybody goes, he is a gorilla! Graham from Accounts was right all along. I heard he got a job with uh, Cadbury's. <laughs> Playing the drums. <laughs> yeah. For a lot of our international listeners, this was a TV commercial in which I understand a gorilla was playing the drums. <laughs> I understand the basics. Of, I, don't know, I, ha- I don't have a television. I don't see this thing. But a lot of people keep telling me, Oh, Rob, you've got to see this gorilla playing all the drums. It's the best thing I've ever seen since Jasper Carrot. Playing Phil Collins, I think. Or what was Phil Collins' band called? Genesis. Genesis. Genocide, I think it was called. <laughs> Hitler hired him. Yep, Hitler was a big fan. Yeah! More! <laughs> what, was, you know, what do you think it would be on Hitler's iPod now? If Hitler had an iPod, yeah. what would be on it? Yeah. Well, it'd be uh, Rammstein. Rammstein? Are they the guys who won uh, the Eurovision Song Contest? No. The, what, those Klingons? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they were called. I hate Eurovision. <laughs> it's the wrong sort of irony Especially for me. Especially now Terry Wogan's gone. Yeah. Do we know who's going to... Graham Norton. Graham Norton? I yeah, heard he was Simon Amstel. Don't ever refer to other podcasts because they might not listen to them in, the, in that Simon order. Simon Amstel would have been better than yeah. Graham Norton. Yeah. Terry Wogan was never camp. Yeah, he's got his own campness to him, hasn't he? But yeah, not, he's, got, not, he's got a very oh. campness. Hey? He's got a very manly campness. He has a manly, genuine campness. Yeah. Not like Graham Norton, who is clearly an affectation. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Does that annoy you? What? I think it annoys me... Campness? The certain the Dale Winton Gary, Gary uh, yeah. Graham Norton campness. Yeah, I think so. 
but I don't know. My favourite kind of campness is Stephen Fry, I think. Oh, he's delightful. Oh, we should do a podcast solely on Stephen Fry. Just talking about him, going, oh, we love Stephen Fry, just over and over again. Oh, he's lovely. The way he dresses, the shape of his lovely little bum in his pants. (laughs) You see his bum when he plays uh, Oscar Wilde, don't you, I think? Yeah, that's right, yeah. That was a good film. I've never seen it. It's good. It it's good. good. Yeah. Do you know they're doing um, a new uh, adaptation of Dorian Gray? Oh, not with Stephen Fry. No, no, with um, the chap out of the latest, the film. Oh, what's it with li- the lion? Uh, the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. Yes. Uh, Prince Caspian. Ah, you know Gary Wilmot. Yes, <laughs> it's not Gary Wilmot. No, it's more like Gary Wilmot. Um, the the chap who's playing Prince Caspian. Oh, I don't know. I hate that well, sort of. Either film. way, that's, <laughs> that's going to be the uh, the new Dorian Gray. Oh, he's horrible. He's some cocksucking little honky. But, uh, you know what? I don't think I don't think in picture or in film the, the that pi- was a bit offensive, wasn't it? The picture itself can't be done. No. Well, there's been films of Dorian Gray. Yeah, but the the, yeah. the, the painting is never good. I saw um, two things about Dorian Gray. First, the first the best film adaptation of it I've ever seen is not literally Dorian Gray. It was based on Dorian Gray, and it was called Drawn and Quartered, and it had uh, Tom Baker in it. Hmm. And basically, it was the same principle. Like he'd got a painting of himself which aged, and he didn't. Um, it's the same sort of thing, but it wasn't called Picture of Dorian Gray. And uh, it was set in the 70s, and uh, at the end, I think like the paint sets on fire or something, and he does too, so there's sort of a voodoo thing going right. on there. It was great. Good stuff. We love Tom yeah, Baker. I, I like Tom Baker. The other thing about... I bet he'd be good to... He's like the, the best kind of human hot water bottle. Did you see him? Oh, he's a human hot water bottle. Oh, Would you snuggle up next yeah. to... <laughs> Did you see him on If I Got News For You? Yeah. He was super. He just came on and all he said was, Good evening, I'm Tom Baker. And people were in the aisles. That's all he had to do. Like, it wasn't even a joke. He just said, Good evening, I'm Tom Baker. That's like me coming on and going, Hello, I'm Robert Ringham. And everybody falling back. They wouldn't laugh at that. I love the idea that it was like he didn't need to do it at all. Yeah. That's good, yeah. He was completely and utterly detached from the whole show. <laughs> he didn't have anything to do. He just sat there and chatted, uh, read his lines, and that was just wonderful. Give us enough. a ray of hope, cock. <laughs> <laughs> Britain, Britain, Britain. That's all he says. <laughs> what a wonderful We man. love you, Tom Baker. Even when you present I've programs got, about ghosts. I've got a fictional cupboard. <laughs> um, Into your it, head? No, it's, it's in my house. A fi- what do you mean a fictional cupboard? It's a fictional cupboard in my house. I've seen your fictional cupboard. No. No, I have. I've seen it. You okay. open it and there's like a tiny space. And you can just about stand in it and that's it. It's there to take away the shape of the building or something. Yeah. No, no, no. It's real. It's, it's in your um, bedroom. No, no. It's it's a fictional cupboard. No, no what do you mean? Fi- you mean it's painted on? Like no, Trump no, no, oil? no, no. Let me explain. Okay. It's a cupboard. And in this cupboard is people which I like. Or would people like to what? keep. Tom, for example, Tom Baker would be in my fictional cupboard, <laughs> so I can remove them from it at any time. Oh, okay, that's peculiar behaviour. So there'd be Tom Baker in there, Stephen Fry. Yep. Uh, I'd have Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. Oh, but dear. they only come as a duo. Okay, right. So they only count as one, do they? Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, Who else are you going to only count as one? The entire Wolverhampton Wanderers football team. John Snow. Cameron Ball. No, just John Snow. Yeah, he's cool. Christian Guru Murphy. Yep. For my current affairs. And one more. Um, I'm not going to kind of like jump in now because 
I want to do you think about it, it. but there we have it folks Dan fantasising about what celebrity men he'd like to lock in a cupboard (laughs) who would you like if you had a cupboard I'm not entering into this ridiculous fiasco we need to talk about local things oh Oscar Oscar Wilde he came from Starbridge (laughs) didn't he he was Irish (laughs) from Dublin I'll tell you who did live here uh, for a bit back Um, to the local celebrities oh wait go on quick gunpowder plot you know Guy Ritchie? You know the gunpowder plot? Yes. You know, not not the guy who died, not Guy Fawkes. Not Guy Fawkes. The other guys. Right. They, they were fled, promise. They fled to Starbridge. Oh, wow. So they went from here, they ended up here. Yeah. There we go. All roads lead to Dudley. <laughs> Ned's atomic dustbin were from here. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's good. See, I thought the, the only band that ever came from here really legitimately was Slade. Really? <laughs> 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 um, we hate Slade. What's his name? Ozzy Christmas. Ozzy Osbourne was from Birmingham. Yes, yes, Ozzy Osbourne. And Do you um, find Birmingham is yeah, that's Midlands? all part. That's all part of the area. Yeah. Oh, well, we're okay. The, uh, the streets. The streets. Mike Skinner. Uh, Skinner. That's right. Frank Skinner as well. Also. Yes, Frank. Now I like. He's okay. He's a bit middle ground, come, but he's the best person I can think you know of what to I'd be describe, for Dudley. Uh, Frank Skinner as come see, come saw. Come see, come saw. Yes. Really? Yeah. He's all right. He's, a bit, be, he's a bit Jack D, and he he's a bit middle. mainstream middle ground these days. <gasps> no, I like Jack D, but... They're exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> Again, have you seen them in the same room? No, but I, I'm playing a part, or I played a part, that Frank Skinner once played on television. Really? Uh, an existential parrot from Birmingham. And the original voice was Frank Skinner. I've been asked to do this thing on a stage. Never? Yeah, same character, man. Right. There we go. I've done it once, and uh, it was good fun. So maybe we'll do it again. I think we're talking about doing something with it. It's cool. Uh, anyway, enough proselytising. <laughs> enough proselytising. Oh, that's a big word, isn't it, for this time of the day? Um, I saw a fox in the canal once. And gone. I think you'll find it's called a cut. And anyway, uh, uh, yeah. We'll go back to Dorian Gray. The thing that brings us back around to the local area from Dorian Gray is I once saw a performance of it. Uh, the Civic Theatre in Wolverhampton and it was played uh, uh, not Dorian Gray himself but Lord Harry was played by Robert Powell who was in The Detectives with Jasper Carrot so <laughs> that brings us back to Jasper Carrot which also rhymes with parrot what do you think to end this podcast the Dudley Tourist Board should use to promote Dudley. Ah, good question. Oh, where do you, where do you get your ideas? I think um, <laughs> uh, it should, it's, it's one of two things. I think it should be the Dudley bug. Have you been vaccinated? Oh, that's a good one. Or it should be Dudley. It's a shit place for shit people. <laughs> or maybe Dudley. It's because you're worth it. <laughs> or Lenny Henry. I think, was here. I think they should. That's a good one. But I think they should incorporate his face into the town crest. Lenny Henry's? Yes. Like imprinted, like one of them pin boards. What? Like, you know, when you put your hand in it. Oh, yeah. And your hand pops oh, out all the pins. Oh, that's brilliant. Hey, do you know who else was famous from Dudley? Who? The bloke from Babylon Zoo. Spider Man. 